See, I always feel like I need to do the theme song, but you add it, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need to start going... <laughs> do, do, do. Anyway. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Adoptive Mums in Training. Oh, my gosh. Is that, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 21 with myself, the wife, and Maria. Yo, yo. Can you come closer to the mic, please? Absolutely not. My voice bellows. Okay. So, uh, before we get started, we wanted to revisit a couple of things um, from last episode and before, actually. So, last episode, we mentioned that we would add a link, link. to the um, party bag supplies uh, to the description. We didn't, so apologies, but we will add it to this week's episode, so you can check that out. And then secondly, we also spoke about, kind of touched on why we were not going to mention the soft play that we used, that we used yeah. for his party. But we didn't really go into, into detail. Um, we didn't go into detail as to why we didn't want to mention it. Um, so I guess we're still going through the process, I think is the, the biggest point, right? The biggest factor in why we didn't um, mention it. I'm trying not to speak. You're such a dickhead. (laughs) You have to explain what process. I know, I know. Okay, cut, cut. Don't do that. I'm going to leave all of this. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. No, take it out. Um, Let's wait. No. Let's start again. No. Come on. Continue. Okay. So I'm going to start again. No. So, <laughs> we didn't go into detail as to why we didn't mention what soft play we used for his birthday. And the main reason for that is that because our adoption isn't fully finalised yet, we're still going through the process. And so we thought it'd be best to keep that information um, out of the public domain, let's say, um, because like we mentioned, there are only a few in the country, and so it would probably make it quite easy to find which one it was. And even if it didn't, it would just mean that it would just put us in a situation where we might just be constantly thinking about is it the right thing to do? Did we do the right thing? Now that's out there, could somebody be listening? And that, that there's, it's not necessary for us to do that to ourselves. Mm. Also, just on what you said, yeah. do you think it's right to say our adoption? And when we say our adoption, do we mean that us as adults are going through it? Or is it right to say the prince's adoption? Well, yeah, it's definitely his. But I, I think I said it as... The three of us. The three of us okay. going through it. okay. Right? Yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily us two because, I mean, we won't. And we are also. Yeah, but it's nothing but it's... to do with us, really, is it? There are three of us. Yeah. 
three points to this, and it, we are one of those points. Yeah, yeah, so, I guess so. Yes, it is. I just wanted to clarify. I think for myself, yes, but I know you, so I know what you meant. Mm-hmm. But if I thought it, then other people would be thinking it, so it makes sense to clarify it. Yeah, so that's basically why we we didn't mention it. But I mean, I'm sh- there's so many soft plays across the crunch across the country that it'd be so easy for anyone to find one. I'm sure majority of them do parties. Yeah. Um. So once everything's, I think once everything's finalized, we we'll be able to maybe speak a little bit more freely. Um, but until then, we just need to kind of be careful of of some of the things that we put out there. And and speaking of that, we want also wanted to address an episode um, that we had to remove a few weeks ago. I say we, but it was actually Maria's episode. It was before I'd uh, gate crashed the party. <laughs> it was my last. Um mum in training pod and it would have been 20 but uh, the wife rightly so had a listen she always listens to everything that I do <laughs> mm, maybe not everything um but rightly so said that our, our the three of us our case is still ongoing it's still in the courts and some of what I was talking about kind of spoke about it, spoke about the case, and because it's an open case, because it's an ongoing case, in the same way that we didn't want to mention the soft play and where it is, we don't want to mention anything, or we don't want to mention too much about the case, because it is ongoing. And if, I think our our thinking behind it is, if, and, and this is not being big-headed that this is going to get all the way to the court and somebody in the court's going to hear it. But if somebody should hear it and bring it to their attention, it could look like we're trying to sway in some way. Um, And that's absolutely not what it is. The whole point behind this podcast is to talk about our experience as adoptive parents and to talk about the prince's experiences and what he's going through um, to help other people that are going through adoption um, and feel like we're not on our own through this podcast, through talking about what we're going through, but also to let other adoptive parents, black, white, indigo, there's no no indigo, black, <laughs> white, um, same-sex, uh, heterosexual, adoptive parents know that you're also not the only ones going through this. That's the point in the podcast. Hopefully one day our adoption will be final and we'll be able to post that one and it will obviously be a retrospective view of posting. We might do it as a like a special, like this is what it should have been. Um, but yeah, right now it just, uh, we need to be cautious about how much we talk about when it comes to the, our adoption, where we're at in the adoption process uh, process is that about it yeah 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 i think you kind of covered it right yeah. which yeah it's unfortunate because it was a good episode and and it was what's the word i'm looking for it was i think because it's current mm-hmm. and it's happening now mm. it was very it was like raw right yeah. it was very emotive yeah um, and so it 
would, in my opinion, be a good listen. But like like you say, I think it's just not the right time to put that one out. So yeah, we had to take that one down. So apologies for for um, yeah for missing that one. But hopefully in the future you'll be able to we'll be able to put it out there. Yeah. We wanted to talk about um, illnesses because the prince has had everything over the last month. Mm-hmm. Well, really, yeah. If you think since he started full time, he cap he's had everything. Yeah, the last five weeks. No, he started full time seven weeks ago now. Yeah, it obviously took a couple of weeks to get into it, but he was ill. Mm-hmm. Then he got better. Mm-hmm. And then he got everything. So, <laughs> nappy rash. So the prince has never, ever Mm-mm. had anything like a nappy rash. No. Not even an inkling, no. nothing. Um, and then one day he came home with two, I can only describe as boils mm. <laughs> on his butt oh i was so mad and what's i think what the scary bit was is when we sent him in <laughs> his bum was clear so we sent him into nursery his bum was clear he came home and he had two massive boils on his butt mm. poor baby we had spoken to the nursery. When did you ask them about the nappy cream? Was it like a week prior? Not even a week. It was the week before, but the week before, like on the Thursday, mm. and he came home on the Monday. Yeah, yeah. With those, with the two boils. It so, wasn't even a full week. So, and I don't, I don't, I can't remember how you actually got onto that asking about the nappy cream because he came home in a different nappy. Okay. So then I said to them, are you putting the Vaseline at the time we were using Vaseline on his bum at every single nappy change? Oh, uh, that was it. Because he came home in a different nappy, yeah. you asked them, they they asked for different na- They asked for more nappies, right? And I think you asked them, do they need more cream? Yeah. And they were like, nah. Like he's got basically a whole tub. Yeah. Then use it. Um, And then it kind of transpired that they hadn't been using it. Yeah, basically. Because I don't think we've given them another cream no. since. They've had the same cream since he started in... March. <laughs> we've gone through tubs of cream and he's been at the nursery part-time and at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you had spoken to them... Days before. Days. And and asked them, were they putting him on... Put, were they applying it every change yeah and they said yeah 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 yeah. oh but i'll speak to the the other girls about it yeah yeah you speak to them i was so mad and then a few days later he comes home with bloody two boils on his ass (laughs) (laughs) and the poor bugger was in so much pain and we didn't really know what to do right because so we were using what were we using at that point? Sudocrem, I yeah. think we started using. Yeah. That didn't seem to be so working. So we took him to the doctors the day after. Like, 
say it happened on the Monday. Yeah, we yeah. Took him to the doctors on the Wednesday morning okay. before he went to nursery. The doctor looked at it. She said, because I think he came up with a rash at exactly the same time, all over his body, covered him. Do you remember? Yeah. The little tiny spots, but it was all over his body and he was scratching like mad. Mm. So we took him to the doctors. She looked at his bum um, and she said to stop using the Vaseline Mm -hmm. and to use a nappy cream. Yeah. Because we never have. He's always, well, pretty much Mm. all the time he's been at home, he's used Vaseline. Um, But she said it clogs... It the doesn't, pores yeah. in his bum, it doesn't let it breathe. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you should use a nappy cream and don't use a lot. Mm-hmm. You just use a, a thin layer because it's just to keep the, like, poo and wee away. And that's it, isn't it? Because he had got the, what are they called, the boils. Yeah. They they needed the air, right? Yes. And the Vaseline was stopping it from healing. From healing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So she said stop using the Vaseline, start using nappy cream. Um, and I think for a lot of black people, um, a lot of black parents, I know my mum used Vaseline on me. I know she used Susa cream as well. Um, I know my grand definitely used Vaseline, petroleum jelly. I know my aunties did. So I think for the black community, petroleum jelly or Vaseline is the natural go-to. Mm. It's what we would not like. And not, not to be bad, but it's also a cheaper... Um, kind of, it's a it's a cheaper form to buy mm. to put on your bum, and yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. it's keeping the poo away from your child's bottom skin, let's say. But when you then kind of consider what the doctor's saying, it's right because when you put Vaseline on, you proper like put a thick layer. I don't know why we do it, shiny skin or something. I don't know, but you put quite a thick layer on, yeah, and you yeah, don't yeah. think about the fact that the bum needs to breathe. Mm. especially at that age because you, they've got a whole nappy on yeah. they haven't got like underpants on where it's still breathable yeah, yeah. they've got a nappy on and then the nappy gets full of wee and poo and it, so there's just there's no circulation happening there so there's no circulation and then you've got a big layer of Vaseline like underneath all of that as well but I think uh, but I think that's the Vaseline's fine if you don't have any boils there. Yeah, but from what the doctor's saying, it's like, don't use Vaseline. Okay. Because their bums should be breathing and yeah, they can't yeah, breathe yeah, yeah. with Vaseline. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, try as as best to use an, a nappy cream yeah. and a thin layer at that. Um. So, yeah, so we went to the doctor. She said to us, told us about the nappy cream. Great, we both bought nappy cream. We are nappy creamed up to the eyeballs now. And then, when we spoke about his rash, she was like, oh, yeah, it's going round. <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah, kids get rashes. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, Google doctor. Yeah. <laughs> what? So ridiculous. Doctor is a oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. Nobody asked you. You may be able to hear that. We've got a Google thing, and she's so rude. She just interrupted us and, and politely explained what doctor was. Explain what Google doctor is. Uh, sh- sh- 
Yeah, I can't say it. It should bloody <laughs> creep up again. Yeah, so I was... At the time, I think I was happy to for the doctor to say that his bum wasn't that bad because we were really quite worried about it because it was the two boils and the little spots around mm. it as well. So she did say that if it gets any worse, we need to call 111, we need to go to A&E. If they burst, we need to go to A&E because that- he might need antibiotics. And the bumps on his skin could be his body fighting a bacteria from the boils on his bum. And I think that's what it was. I don't think it's anything to do with a little rash that's going around. Exactly. I think it was something to do with his bum. Yeah. Right? Um, but also, mm. so you mentioned, you know, calling 111 or going to A&E. Yeah. I mean, that in itself, I get it. The NHS, I mean, they're brilliant. Brilliant. However, <sighs> when you call 111... Mm. They want you to wake him up. Tell him. In, uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> so you can do some checks on him. Waking up a sleeping baby. I mean, that is never a good idea. But then they send you to A&E or whatever. You know, when the times we've been sent. Yeah. We've been sent twice, twice. now. Yeah. Um, they send you to A&E. And then you've got to sit there. For four hours, sometimes six hours, mm-hmm. and no one's seen you. Mm-hmm. And I remember the last time we were sent for his, they wanted to check his chest. Yeah, his breathing. It was the middle of the night. So I, I dragged him out to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> at like 11 pm. I'm sitting in the hospital. Yeah. With a one year old. And he's overtired. Yeah. So. He is running around like a crazy man. And I'm sitting there and I'm just not being seen. Not being seen, not being seen. So then I get to the point where you're like, why am I here? Yeah. Because now he's he's fine, right? He's like just ch- chilling, running around, causing havoc. He just wants to go to bed. Yeah. So you reach your point where you're like, actually, I can just take him to the doctor in the morning. Yeah. And why am I outside in the cold with him? Let's just take him home, and that, and that's what I did on that occasion. But I think mm. it's really difficult because the doctors always say ring one one one, or go to A and E, and then you get there and you're kind of made to feel like, why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean, like oh, relax. Time, yeah. So then you don't you don't want to go to A and E, but then you also don't want to ring the doctors. Because they don't want to speak to you. <laughs> they then send you to the pharmacy to oh. get stuff. And then the pharmacist says, oh, no, you need to go to the doctor. You know, you're just going, getting pulled yeah. from pillar to post. Yeah. It's, um, it's really, I find that quite frustrating. And I can see why, me, I'm not a doctor person anyway, right? No. But for a child, I, I kind of, I have to think differently. But... Even me, I'm like, well, there's no point ringing the doctors. Do you know what I mean? Because they're just going to send you to the pharmacy or yeah. to A&E. And then you have to sit there for six hours. And you might as well just come home. He's bloody healed by then. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right in what you say um, about it feeling like you're being pulled from pillar to post and kind of nobody can help. It feels a little bit like Doctors just Google 
everything and tell you whatever's at the top of the, the Google list. <laughs> um, yeah, and I thought that, well, we did, didn't we, that pharmacists would be good. But then we went to the pharmacist when the prince had his, it, what we now think is an ear infection because we've just actually diagnosed him ourselves because nobody would help. Um, and the pharmacist said, oh, we don't deal with anything that's to do with pain. So because his ear was hurting, they couldn't treat him. Mm. So then you have to go to the doctors, which is absolutely ridiculous because then the doctor says you should go to A&E. Yeah. It's like a bit of a vicious circle. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Crazy. It's just painful, isn't it, kind of? And especially at the moment, because it's so difficult even speaking to a doctor. You've got to send a message and then someone will call you back. And uh, The other day, it was in, in the queue. Oh, yeah. It was number, t- what did I tell you, 28? Something like that, yeah. 28, it was, what, 9.30 in the morning? 28, can you believe it? It was a Monday, but you did say that, didn't you? Monday morning. <laughs> it's yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because obviously they're under immense pressure. But you just want, if you're being told to go somewhere, i.e., A and E, or the pharmacy, you want to be, you want them to be able to help you. Mm, I think that that's what it is, isn't right? It? Because you've been told to go there. If I've been told to go to A and E with a one-year-old in the middle of the night. You don't expect that you're going to be seen. Yeah, you don't really want to be sitting there for however many hours when actually they could be in bed. And I suppose then that's a that's a call you have to make, isn't it? I mean, but it feels like you're making that call as to whether you, maybe you have to whether they're well enough. Do you know what I mean? To, and this is the thing I think as first time parents. I didn't really at first worry too much about anything. Mm. I was like, he'll get over it, he'll get over it, he'll get over it. Um, it was my gran mm. that really put me on to, look, if he's got a temperature, if he's not sleeping at night, then you need to go to A&E. Mm. And obviously, my gran's like, everything. And she's old, isn't it? So <laughs> if she's saying that you need to go to A&E, because mm. they're of a generation where there was no A&E. Mm. Rub them down with this, give yeah, them yeah. that, make them drink this. So if she's saying it, then I kind of take it a little bit more seriously. And then when she did really persist and we did take him to A&E, he then needed an asthma pump. And I think off of the back of yeah. that, you we have got a little bit more... Is scared the right word? Or, or like apprehensive cautious. about... Cautious. cautious. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good Overly word. Overly cautious, maybe. Maybe. So when he is ill, because the breathing was so bad when yeah. we took him the first time, we do worry about it. Yeah. And because he's not been diagnosed with asthma, because they're not allowed to diagnose a child until they're five years old, I literally have no idea. He has a whole asthma pump, a whole kit, but they can't diagnose him with having asthma. Um, I think because of that, and because we stayed a night and like two full days there, we're, we're, a, li- we're a lot more cautious. Mm. And so we worry just that little bit more. But every like when you have rashes, a rash all over your body, from literally head to toe, 
his knuckles mm. even had, do you know, like, even yeah, had yeah. the rash on. And he was scr- left him with um, scars. You do worry about it. Mm. Like, what is that? I've never seen that in my life. And then he goes to the doctor and they just kind of fob you off yeah. with, oh, they're all, all, all of the kids are getting it. I'm mm. sorry. Your kids are great, guys, but I'm not worried about your kids. I'm worried about my kid. Mm. So what's going on with my kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, like the wife said, I feel it was an imp- I feel it was his body fighting an infection. Mm. And because of that, it reacted by bringing out spots, um, like the rash, rather than all kids are getting this rash. Yeah. Because I tell you something, his nursery is very good, good. And if all of the kids were getting this rash, they would have sent out an, a message yeah, yeah. to say that this is going around. So I don't believe what the doctors say. And then that makes me lose faith yeah. and trust in the doctor. So then I don't want to go mm. to the doctors because, like, what is the point in you? Mm. You, apart from giving giving us, what did they give us? Antibiotics. <laughs> Which we had to, he had to take. Oh, yeah. Well, then that leads to the next point. <laughs> So we got antibiotics for the for his bum, right? Yeah. Because she said there's a possibility that it did get infected. Yeah. So we got some antibiotics. The prince, I nearly said his name there. The prince, two, two years old, right? <laughs> two year olds eat all the time. Yeah, all the time. They the antibiotics. Our two year old does anyway. Yeah, exactly. He eats all the time. The antibiotics, he was meant to take four times a day, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, the, the... I think we've got it. We could just read it. Yeah. Because the window of opportunity was so small, I don't think we ever actually managed to follow it. Never. Because it was impossible. So, the antibiotics says here, take on an empty stomach. One hour before food or two hours after food. That gave us like a a two, three hour window at max, right? Now, the prince. The prince, let's take a typical day, right? A typical weekday. He wakes up 6, 6.30. Mm -hmm. He'll have his breakfast at Mm -hmm. about 7. He has breakfast at home. He'll have his cereal. About 7? Yeah. By 7. Because By seven, he is eaten. He's eaten. He then goes to nursery and he'll have breakfast again. Now, I don't know what time to have breakfast. Probably about, about nine. Eight, 8.30. Oh, yeah. seven. Yeah, about 8.30. About 8.30, they have breakfast again. Okay, so that's... He'll have cereal on toast. Yes. Then they'll have a snack in between that. I think they have... Fruit. Yeah, fruit. Lunch. Lunch is at, like, quarter to 12. Yeah. So that's not even... That's barely four hours, right? And he's had a snack and then he's had lunch. Yeah. Then they have another snack. Yeah. At what? Two-ish? About that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And then they have dinner at about half three, quarter to four. four. Yeah. Then he comes home. <laughs> we pick him up. He's home by six o'clock. On the journey home. On the journey home. He'll have another snack. <laughs> And then it's bath and bed. Wait a minute. He'll have another snack and tell you that he wants more. Yeah. More, please. (laughs) And come home and go in the snack cupboard. Yeah. And take more. And get some more breadsticks. (laughs) That seems to be his favourite at the moment. Yeah. The breadsticks. It's his go-to. 
So, yeah. So, where we were meant to have this two-hour, one-hour... Who knows? <laughs> this myth. This mythical time. Because there is no... De- an hour without food or two hours... Nah, it's not happening. He doesn't... I don't think he's ever gone that long. Without two food. hours without food? Absolutely not. When he's sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes back to the doctors asking us to wake him up. Hey. <laughs> for him to ask for a snack. Um, yeah, so those antibiotics, well, I mean, we did our best. We did. Um, and we had to obviously give it to nursery. And that's another thing, actually. I don't know if all nurseries are like this, but with the prince's nursery, when in, he's when a child's on antibiotics, they can't go in two for, days. for the first two days. Um, so they have to be taking that antibiotics for two days before they can return to the nursery, mm-hmm. which is a nightmare, a bit of a pain, especially because, again, I mean, we can only speak for the prince. He's he's fine, right? So yeah. in this case, he had a sore bum, but actually he was okay. He had a sore yeah. bum and he had a bit of a rash, but he was fine. Yeah. Um. So then to keep him off, I mean, luckily he had his antibiotic. He got his antibiotics on the weekend, so he was able to go back I'm into running. nursery. But if we had to keep him off, I mean, that could have been like time off work and... I get it, because obviously you don't want children to be spreading anything, isn't it? Yeah. But it's just something to kind of think about, isn't it, and keep in mind that some nurseries may have a... Yeah, just read your terms and conditions. rule in place. Yeah, or ask them. But it's one or of those things, them. right? You don't... It's one of those you don't know until it comes Well, this up. is why we're saying it, though, yeah. right? So, yeah, just make sure that you're aware. Like with our nursery, you can't take time off. If you want to go on holiday... You can't just say to them, oh, we're going on holiday, like, almost save my place. You still have to pay. Mm. So, like, just be aware of things like that when you are reading your terms and conditions. Or ask the question. If, you, if you're if you not somebody that reads terms and conditions very well, I know I'm not the greatest reader, just ask the question. Mm. What is your holiday policy with children throughout the year? They might, they'll say to you, it is that if you're going on holiday, that's fine, but you're still paying whilst you're on holiday, they might say, oh, we allow the child to have four weeks holiday, the same as you maybe get at work, depending on what work you do, um, throughout the year, and they'll save their, the child's space. So, Yeah, because some nurseries... So I remember I was speaking to a friend, and she said her son's nursery, um, they let them take him out for, like, school holidays. Right. Um, they can sort of take them out of the nursery but they'll still have their place yeah for when they go back so yeah nurse all nurseries are different aren't they um but yeah back to the uh antibiotics he's finished them now Mm -hmm. well he finished them a little while ago um and he's his oh so we got the antibiotics we were using the nappy cream sorry i'm going back to finish the the boil the butt story we went to the doctors. She said to stop using that, use nappy cream. We then bought caniston. So there's a... I asked at the pharmacy um, if they had an, a nappy cream. 
um, and they and she she suggested Caniston, um, and it treats, I think it's called fungal. Well, yeah, that's what most women will use for thr- thrush. Yeah. So it may sound quite weird to people that use it that have used it on themselves or yeah, know yeah. friends that have used it because even when you brought it home, I was like, okay, cool. Um, I didn't question you because you're not gonna harm our child. But it was a bit like, oh, well, that's what you use for thrush. Um, but, but it is fung. It's a fungal infection. Yeah, and it's used for. It says on it like fungal nappy cream, so it's treatment for both. But I remember reading it because I think I was, you know, when you go on the internet and you start looking for things. A lot of people suggested getting the caniston. Um So we used it, and within days, right. Mm-hmm. It started to clear up. Yeah, well, within the first day, it was drying out already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's healed beautifully. Yeah, I mean, it it has healed really well. Thank you, Caniston, for making this. But, not that we're getting paid, but he, st- he still has, like, those little spots. Yeah, you can still see a couple yeah. of them. But that will go, that I will go so. over time. Um, so we used the caniston, literally every nappy change, and we had to, we had to send a bit of a shitty email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Say the nursery. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I don't ramp with my child, do I? <laughs> um, we had to send a bit of a shitty email to the nursery just to kind of explain what happened and to remind them to use the cream, and we spoke to. Well, you spoke to somebody and I spoke to two people. Do you know what I mean? No, after we sent an email. Oh, after? Yeah, the morning after. Yeah, you spoke to... I spoke to... to his key worker. One of his teachers. And and she said... She was a, she was really apologetic because she, she had read the email and she was... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And she was uh, very apologetic and... You know, she said she had spoken to the girls to make sure that they apply every time. Um, and it looks like they've been doing that now mm. um, because, yeah, it's it's healed really nicely. Um, and I think in a weird kind of way, this, and you know, it's not just us saying, oh, he's got sensitive skin or, you know, this has kind of proved why we've wanted him to have his cream on every every change change. because obviously there's so many children you know sometimes they may be in a nappy a bit longer than they they need to be Mm -hmm. and his skin sensitive so let's just try and prevent it so and they've they all the teachers were able to see you know it's not just us overreacting it was bad it was so bad he, it was hurting him to sit down. Yeah. It was hurting him to go in the bath. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't nice to see your child in pain and mm. know that there's nothing you can do about it. But also know that it was preventable. Yeah, I think had that's... the people had the people looking after him done what was asked of them. Yeah, in the first place. That's the frustrating bit. So isn't frustrating it? is that this didn't need to happen. Mm. Um, but also another thing that we did, and it's kind of timing wise seems to work out but we you know tried to keep his nappy off yeah a bit more 
Um, Timing wise, it's worked out perfectly because nappy off and potty training. Yeah, exactly. And drying out the bottom. Yeah. I was going to say so, another word. Um, and so they say for nappy rash, air it out. To to air it, yeah, out. to try and dry it out. So we've, we, as soon as in the mornings, when he'd wake up while he was eating his breakfast, he'd go nappy free. Mm-hmm. We'd have a few accidents. <laughs> I think there was one time he sh- did a shit. He'd done a big. Shit on the floor. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it wasn't funny. If the wife was here, she would have screamed and then called for me. Because he done a shit in the bath once and I swear I thought that he'd drowned. <laughs> the way that she got on, she's so ridiculous. So he done a wee. As I was cleaning up the wee, he done a shit. And the thing is, I was so, not engrossed, but I was so just like, I can't believe, because the potty was right there. (laughs) Right there. And I just put him on it. He got up and he stood at the table playing with his toys and just pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So then I'm like, I can't believe that this just happened. You were just literally there. Next thing I heard, plop, on the floor. (laughs) You know, and you're like, did that, is it? Could it? Would it be? I turned around and there were just like three clumps of doo-doo <laughs> there. The thing is, he had to have pushed it out, innit? <laughs> Who don't come out on its own like we like that? He had to have pushed it out. <laughs> and he didn't think, let me sit on the potty. <laughs> I was just lucky it wasn't um, wet. Yeah. Because it's at the age where he's... It's solid his, now, Yeah. So I could just pick the three little poos them up. They weren't even little. They were a good handful, each of them. Like, I wasn't fuming because his potty training, and it wasn't on our carpet, it was on the flooring. So that's, like, not the worst thing. But I was just like, you little shit. Why don't you just sit on the potty? And I don't, I don't know what it is, but they hate sitting on the potty. He's not on it. All kind of madness. Just sit down. <laughs> it's a chair with a hole in it. Sit down. Yeah, he hates it. Although he's getting better. He'll sit on it when you sit with him. Yeah. He'll sit on it and watch TV. Mm. He'll, but he won't sit on it for the sake of sitting on it. Like he won't. But we did have a breakthrough today. Yeah, so it is. It's not all bad. Yeah. He knows that you wee in the potty now. Because he done a wee-wee today. He Celebration. Did. He was watching his favourite programme, bedtime programme. And yeah. he looked down and he just kind of went, oh, wee-wee. <laughs> and we were both here as well, yeah, which yeah. was so beautiful. We didn't really realise. At first we were like, okay. Have you? Yeah, <laughs> just saying it. And then you're kind of looking and yeah, there's a little... Little wee, little wee wee in there. He he looked pretty chuffed of himself as well, yeah. didn't he? I think he's seen it at nursery. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. he's starting to understand that as well. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, so yeah, we started airing out or started leaving his nappy off in the morning and in the evening when he comes home from nursery. So he's just got time to air get the air circulating around his genitals bottom and stuff yeah um and that again that's really helped that really helped with the 
with the nappy rash. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're, yeah, seems to be in a good place. Like you say, he's still got a couple of, like, scars there. Yeah. But they will go in time. Um, but yeah, nappy rash is awful. It's proper shit. Because it looks so painful. Um, yeah, it looks it looks really painful. Um, but yeah, I think it's you know nappy rash is so common, isn't it? I'm not sure if it's common for his age though. I think so. Oh, really? I think it's more common for his age. Oh. Yeah, because they're they're pooing their weeds more acidic. I thought it was that when it was younger, when they were younger. No, because all they're drinking is milk. But we're putting... All they're drinking... Well, not all, but... Most of them are just drinking breast milk. At this age, they start to drink, like, oranges and... Orange juice. Yeah, yeah. I might be wrong. I'm not a doctor. I mean, (laughs) how good are the doctors? Maybe I am a doctor. Um, But during all his bout of illnesses, he hated the bath now initially it was because of his bum mm-hmm. right but then he can't he got over that when it started to heal he was fine but then it was maybe the last week or so just after his birthday would you say but yeah it's like we've had like a week where he just is not on it yeah like not on it like screaming, crying, and doing this weird thing where he'll <laughs> lie down in the bath like he's going to bed, but crying, and just putting the side of his face in the bath. Which is really annoying because then his whole head is wet. Yeah, and he's just crying because he doesn't want to be in the bath. And maybe it's because he was just really tired. Yeah, maybe. But he just, he was not having it there were a couple of occasions where I just had to take him out yeah you were like <laughs> he's been in the bath and now he's out yeah but I've not even had a chance to even like really wash him but we've still got food on his face or something because he was just not having it um and so yesterday so every Tuesday you you're out yeah in the evening so yesterday I pick him up I'm dreading it really yeah Especially because... Was it yesterday as well? Monday. Yeah, he didn't want you. Yeah, 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 yesterday morning. Yeah. He just wanted me. No, Monday, Monday. It was Monday. Yeah. Um, he... And he... Mummy, yeah. which is my wife, she is the favoured parent. Yes. Um, <laughs> But Monday, I was the favoured parent. And I didn't like it. At all. And she said it about a hundred times. Yes. <laughs> it did is not this how feel you nice. feel yeah. I said yeah all the time <laughs> she had it for one day and she she could have cried she could have cried yeah because why didn't he like me I don't know because he really didn't nah he didn't want you to touch him nah <laughs> it was funny it was funny as hell nah. he's just showing you listen you see all that that love that I give you this is what it feels like to not get it. That's what he was saying to you. This is what it feels like to not get it. So don't piss me off. That's what he was saying to you. Do not do it. Um, yeah, so because he didn't like me on Monday, I was dreading yesterday. Yeah. 
Um, but actually, yeah, he, he went in good. fine. I couldn't believe it. I had to message you. Yeah. Um, yeah, he went in fine, had a play, everything. Bedtime was sweet. And today seems to be... Same again. Yeah, he was fine getting in. Yeah. It's really um, not weird, but um, I've, I've said it before on, on one of the earlier podcasts. One of my friends and colleagues said to me, you get them into a routine and as soon as you get used to the routine... They change their routine, mm. and that is basically what's happened. But I'm starting to understand and realize that the ru- the routine changes every time they get ill. Yeah, which is very often because it's at nursery and they're just all ill all the time because they're disgusting. Because they are disgusting. Um, <laughs> said that with real yeah. vigor in my voice. Um, but because of that, like his. He wants to sleep, but he can't sleep because he had the ear infection, for instance. Mm. So then his ear's hurting, so he wakes up. Then you wake up. Whereas three weeks ago, he was sleeping right through the mm. night. Yeah. He was going to bed at 7 o'clock, at 7.30, singing to himself for half an hour, and then he was asleep by 8, quarter past 8. Yeah. And we got used to that for all of about three weeks. Then he got ill. And when they get ill, they want you more, which means that they don't sleep, which means that you don't sleep. And so, and this routine continues i mean i don't know when it's going to stop i'm looking forward to it stopping but also i i know that that means that he's growing up so not looking forward to it too much Mm. trying to live in the moment as much as possible but yeah i think as a parent you you're just tired like people say it to you and until you work for for those people that are listening and that are not parents yet and maybe thinking about going into adoption um you cannot get enough sleep. You can't get sleep now and, like, bank it, but just know that you will never have enough sleep ever again. Yeah. Sometimes you have great sleeps, but it wasn't enough. You mm. just have a great sleep. Do you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, when you do get them into a routine, and I think what was really key with us is that we did get him into a routine quite early on. Um, and I think that that's really key, especially if you're doing adoption. Um, if you're, if you have, yeah, if you have your child through adoption, it's really key to get them into a routine. I think what can happen is that you don't get them in a, into a routine because you're so worried about them being worried. Mm. So then you pamper them a little bit more, you hug them a little bit. And not that you shouldn't be hugging them a little bit more, but what I mean is when you put them to bed you they make the smallest noise and then you go and get them you put them in your bed what you've done is you've created a routine of them making a noise and going into your bed rather than them making a noise and them just understanding that that's that's fine you can make a noise that's okay i might come in and just check on you but that you're fine mm. or yeah so i just think be very careful and cautious about the rules that you're setting in place from as early on as possible yeah and I think um, it's difficult like you say when they're ill mm. because it like it just goes out the window because I know and I know this is my thing in it like when he wakes up in the middle of the night yeah if he's if he's ill yeah and he's not going back to sleep I can't cope no you can't I'm I can't cope no I don't like being woken up 
by anyone, including him. Yeah. And so sometimes I feel like I'm a bit like, I miss like some of the most obvious things because I'm so tired. Yeah, you can't. I don't. Yeah. At all. It's like, I can't even think of an example. But I can. Go on. Like two nights ago, he literally moaned for all of five seconds and he went and went into his bedroom and put the light on. (laughs) I was like, what are you doing? The thing is that when a person is that tired and they don't know what they're doing, anything that you say makes no sense to them. Yeah. So I've, in the past, I've learnt my lesson. I just let her crack on with it now. You're awake. I'm going, I'm staying in my bed. If I say, babe, he made one sound, she'll just ignore me. And I get the evilest look. And she cracks on with what she's doing anyway. Because I'm tired. And because I'm like, she's sleeping. She's not tired, she's sleeping. Sleep. <laughs> yeah. So I do. I just go to sleep. Because I've had this conversation. There's no point in both of us being awake. But she's like, no, we should do this together. I think you're a martyr. Mum not being awake. You be awake. Unless it's a Friday. (laughs) And I don't have to get up at the crack of dawn. Um, Yeah, so I think that 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 is very difficult. Mm. I'm not that person. I can get up, listen. (laughs) Function. I can function because I don't need as much sleep as she does. Um, Not in the middle of the night. You can't function at all. Anything before... No, don't lie. It's not just in the middle of the night. It's after a nap as well. If you have a nap in the middle of the afternoon and you hear him, you get up. You go in... You're a complete zombie. You just move. And you do the moves that that you would do if you were awake. So you get up, you go in his room, you pick him up, and then you bring him out with you. That's why he's in our bed. That's what you do. What, in the middle of the day? Yeah. He's not, in our, not bed. in our bed. Oh. You'll bring him out here into the living room. Yeah, because it's time to get up. No, it's not. He just made a noise. You'll get up and you'll go into auto. No, if he's made a noise, he's waking up. So then it's time to get up. Okay. Yeah. Because what? In the middle of the day. Yeah, when he's having a nap. Yeah. But he's been napping for like 45 minutes. Yeah, that's enough. Now it is. Yeah, because the fucker don't sleep as at night. <laughs> He'll wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, he does. Um, Let's not wish that. Touch wood. And anything else that will stop him from waking up? Yeah. Um, I try not to bring him into our bed, but it, it's when I'm, I'm done in it. Like I'm, I'm exhausted, and that could be the first time he makes the noise, or it could be the seventh time he's making the noise. There's no rhyme or reason. It just depends on how tired I am. There will be nights where I would just pick him up straight away, like you say, and bring him in. The worst part is you bring him in and he doesn't like it because it's too crowded. So he'll start kicking me, you, out the bed. Yes. Get out of the bed now. Yes. Out, please. Yes. Kick, kick, kick. Yes. Um, If you don't leave, he gets fed up and then I have to put him back in his bed. But I now just leave. But you leave yeah. because you don't like it. No. But actually... it's my bed. But actually... And I shouldn't have to share it. No, but actually, if you stayed a bit longer... I would have no back. Possibly. <laughs> but he would go back into his bed because he doesn't like the three of us in the bed. No, he doesn't. 
nor do I. Yeah. So we sh- we have that in common. Yes. So I'm the adult, so I will leave. No. Because yes. We need to put him back in his bed. Do, how about don't take him out of his bed? No, because sometimes you've done it yourself. Very rarely okay. in comparison to you. Okay. I will usually lie on his floor. I will take the... Me and him will lie on his floor before he comes into our bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'll not, come I... out into the living room, flip out the chair. We'll lie on the chair before he gets into our bed. No. It is rare I'm not... that I get into the bed with him. I'm not doing that. Just come to bed. No. Because it's not... Because I don't sleep. Yeah, but that's a you problem. It's a him problem. No, well. it's not. Yes, because he's kicking me in the back. Yes, but like I said, if you wait a little bit longer... No, I'll have no back. He will get fed up and just... And then you say, we're going to your bed. I can't say what I want to say. Let's move on. He'll say, going to your bed. (laughs) And he'll say, yeah. (laughs) Say, where's Abby? Do you remember I'm getting chiropractor? Abby. And then he'll get into bed. Mm -hmm. Anyway, when he's ill, he's really shit at sleeping and so therefore we're all really shit at sleeping yeah. and it just becomes really difficult um but also when he's ill or not even when he's ill since he's been ill he started this um fake crying thing where he's i don't know what it is he's like makes the noise to cry but it also pulls the face mm. and then he started doing the blinking to try and generate some tears mm. like yeah he's proper Oscar Wilde um, <laughs> Oscar nominations yeah. for baby with the best cry he is all over this acting and he'll look at you as well to make sure that you're looking yeah. at him yeah. cry yeah. or fake cry so if you're holding him and he starts fake crying, he'll be looking for me. Like, yeah. He'll like peer around my shoulder to yeah. find you. And then pull the face. Yeah. Trembling lip, everything. Everything. The whole works. Yeah. He's a... He's a f- Character. Funny little shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> our funny little shit and we love him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it, really. Just wanted to talk about his recent illnesses and and yeah just kind of the ups and downs that we go through as parents going to the doctors thinking the worst case scenario but it's all right it's okay that we do that because we are first-time parents second third fourth time parents each child is different and I think that we we work with them differently just dependent on what's going on with them sorry one more thing I remember one occasion the doctor sent you an online form thing, an online booklet that was titled, When Should I Worry? And basically, <laughs> that was the doctor saying, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Stop ringing me. <laughs> yeah. And I ain't. <laughs> I ain't. That's it for this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I think this is a long one. This is a very long one. Yeah. You guys will learn that my my wife is the quiet type, but she can chat. I'm well chatty, boy. Damn. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, guys. 
yeah let us know if there's any any topics you want us to talk about we're more than happy to um follow us on the socials what are they mum in training 38 on instagram if you want to email us it is mum in training 38 at gmail.com if you want to follow us on twitter it's mum in training 38 cool all right well until next time peeps bye see you later